morning. So, who amongst the younger members of the church family here this morning could tell me what day it is today? Younger. <laughs> yeah. um, it's New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. And what does that mean? <coughs> Tomorrow's a new year, and it's the start of a new beginning. Excellent. She's written the sermon for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the start of a new beginning. But I want first for us to look back, and I know for many here, there have been moments in 2023 which have been sad and difficult and troubling. But I want us to forget those times, except to remember, of course, that, that Jesus would have walked through those times with us. But around your tables, and I think everybody's gathered round the table this morning. Could we just focus for a few minutes on what are the things that we can be really grateful for that happened in 2023? And please involve the children and get them to think as well. Um, what are those things that we were just overwhelmed with joy about, the good things that happened in 2023? Make sure everybody on your table has a chance to, to talk. Right, please encourage everybody to share something, um, not just sit listening to others. I was from 
and I never in my entire life received responses so quickly as a result. So I just want to well, I hope everybody's had a chance to share something, and that leads us. Oh, still sharing. Give a moment to finish your sentences. Okay, now this leads us nicely into caring and sharing, and I think as you've had time to think of those things. As, um, if you would like to put your hands up to share some of them um, with people beyond your table. So mix up the roving mic and uh, if you'd like to, some of them that you would think, or if anybody needs a poke from somebody else on the table that you think would be nice for, for them to share with everybody, those things that we're grateful for in 2023. Nice. <laughs> You always rely on Max. Say the body language. Basically, um, within our table, um, obviously, I was very, very happy and overjoyed with four babies. And the good news is, within the next two months, we've got another two coming. Juliet, I 
You've just had a, a lovely adventure, haven't you? <laughs> so most of you are probably aware that um, Becky and I got married in the summer. Um, we're just really grateful for being able to do that and to bring our families together. That's a lovely one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's lovely that so many of us could share it as well. Right, what about the middle table? <laughs> uh, for me, it's been a joy to come here and join all of you on Sunday mornings. And I thank you all for making us feel so welcome. Um, and for all the prayers that you gave to, to Keith when he was so ill earlier on in the year. You are a real blessing to me. Thank you. <laughs> this is probably going to sound very embarrassing. It felt very well done. <clears throat> what many of you might not actually be aware of is I'm a big lover of Star Wars. And this year, not once, not twice, but three times I got to dress up as one of my favourite Star Wars characters and twice, um, both on Good Friday and on Remembrance Day, I actually got to meet the man himself along with a handful of many other celebrities at my first ever Star Wars experience on Good Friday and on Remembrance Day was my first ever Comic-Con, despite all of the um, unexpected other events that were going on around. <coughs> I had the best time ever at both of those events. As, uh, as I'm going to mark this up as the best year I've had for that sort of experience ever for the rest of my life. Praise be to God. Okay, what about the table? Maybe the table. <laughs> well, we were just saying about. COVID and how far we've come from COVID really and um, uh, and how blessed we are really with food and what's going on in like the Middle East and everything so with all their homes and that and be grateful basically we were talking about gratefulness really yeah amen last table I heard um, I heard one of them praising and being grateful for our wonderful bookkeeper who pays expenses on the dot. <laughs> well, I'm sure they've got other things. I mean, it is a very helping family here, so we know oh, we can form it. <laughs> okay, something else on this table? Oh, okay. Do you want to say something about it, one of you boys or the girls? 
which Jesus shared with his disciples before his arrest. It was a time when he instituted what we refer to as our communion service. And in the Passover, which Jews still um, celebrate today, there is a deliberate looking back to the time when God instructed Moses to lead his people out of the slavery of Egypt and into the promised land. How grateful they must have been. But no, they seemingly did nothing but moan their minds dwelling longingly back to pots of meat, the fish they ate in Egypt at no cost, the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions and garlic which flavoured their food. And when we look back, let us focus not on the bad things that happened, but on how God was with us through those times of trouble and sadness. Our communion service reminds us of our journey from the slavery of sin and our freedom in Christ. <clears throat> it also assures us of our hope for the future. And next week we'll be celebrating the first communion service, 2024. Jeremiah is often thought of as the miserable prophet and the probable author of the Book of Lamentations. But within this book, we find a beautiful promise of God. <coughs> Sorry. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And that's from Lamentations 3, 22 to 24. So when we look back, are we disappointed and confused? Some of us read through Luke's Gospel during Advent, and in the very last chapter, we meet Cleopas and his companion, lamenting over all that had just happened in Jerusalem. They were downcast and disappointed. They had had such hope for the future, and now there was nothing, not even a body. But Jesus walked with them, and God walks with us and talks with us. And we can hold on to that thought as we move forward into 2024. None of us know what that will look like for us individually, nationally, or globally. But we do know that as faithful followers, he will be with us every step of the way. The problems of the past don't define us. Troubles are not permanent. God's promises are more significant than anyone else's accusations. God's ability to work in your life is greater than the mistakes that you make. Isn't that great? Let us be like the prophet Micah. And in Micah 7, 7 to 8, As for me, I watch in hope for the Lord. I wait for God my Saviour. My God will hear me. And that's lovely that the table over there felt that, that the hope for, for next year was, was really important. Because a new year brings hope and optimism that things will get better. It's an opportunity for a fresh start. So let us move forward determined in our hearts to lean on God's promises, to dig deeper into his word, to pray more often, to love more in our relationships and to trust our God 
implicitly.